St. Louis County cities and municipal courts have been under the microscope since the shooting death of Michael Brown. But now two mayors of small North St. Louis County cities want to provide their perspective on the issue. We have Normandy Mayor Patrick Green and Cool Valley Mayor Viola Murphy up next on a special edition of Politically Speaking. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, I think that is fair As to I say. say hands to kiss and babies to shake. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think my record speaks for itself. It's a really good question. Hello and welcome to the Politically Speaking podcast. I'm your host, Jason Rosenbaum, a reporter with St. Louis Public Radio. My colleague in the journal duo, Joe Manis, is off today. So I'm bringing you another special edition of our podcast. We've had a lot of state legislators come on this show extolling the virtues of what's known as Senate Bill 5. That's the municipal court overhaul that's been much talked about and much praised in the last legislative session. But there is a group of municipal leaders in St. Louis County who aren't very fond of this bill and believe it will actually be an impetus and a hammer, so to speak, to destroying some of the municipalities that are led by African-Americans. So I was called last week by Cool Valley Mayor Viola Murphy and Normandy Mayor Patrick Green, and they asked if they could get their perspective on the issue out into the forefront. Mayor Murphy also wanted to respond to some comments that were made by Ferguson Mayor James Knowles to me in a piece that ran last week. So here's the show. We're going to start off with Mayor Green talking about efforts to implement minimum standards in some of the St. Louis County municipalities. And here's what he had to say about that. I'm the national treasurer of African-American mayors in the country and president uh, of our state. And in doing that, me and Viola uh, took a great lead as uh, um, I was a former mayor of suburban, a former president of suburban mayors, Viola, uh, presently, am I correct? Uh, uh, not this year, last year. Last was year president. was the president. And we went out of our ways to um, create the 10 best practices that was actually used in Senate Bill 5 mm-hmm. uh, that was put in there. There were certain people who um, may have tried to steal the thunder, but in reality, when that uh, Senate Bill 5 came to pass, those things were not in that bill. It was our lawyers, our folks who went to uh, deal at the state level to ask for those things to be because put Because I remember that Deal sponsored a municipal standards bill in like 2012. And I remember talking with the former mayor or board of trustees chairman of Uplands Park, and he talked about how it was going to destroy small communities and was very much against it. Um, was was the were these standards different from the 2012 bill? Because I know that that's an issue that now former Speaker Deal was very much at least philosophically invested in. The language came from a small mayors. A few years ago, it was called small oh, mayors. Now it's called suburban mayors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we felt that we wanted to take a look at how we could make our communities better, and what were the things that we needed to look at to ensure that all of us were were working on improvements to our communities. So that language was introduced to the state uh, by small cities, I mean, small mayors. In 2012 or 2012? Yeah, because I remember Mm -hmm. writing about that. And when that was put into Senate Bill 5, I thought that that may be actually more significant 
than the percentage is because some of the requirements could on on one end of the spectrum make it so that cities are going to have higher standards for themselves yes and on the other end of the spectrum if cities don't follow them they might disappear well that's, exactly. that was the purpose, purpose so that it could be used in a more equal and effective way than slapping percentages on on different regions and and that is the the part i disagree with the bill that you know, it's unfair that you give St. Louis County 12.5, city 20, rural areas 20. I thought the law was supposed to be equitable across the board. And what we basically did not have here, they did introduce that into the bill. And Viola and myself sat down with Scott Douglas of Clarkson Valley in Normandy and, and uh, worked on uh, those 10 best practices, passed it off to our other colleagues in the Municipal League, uh, 24-1. Uh, we were glad that this was put into uh, the bill. The purpose is to remove the cancer that does exist out there. But the old saying is, do you remove it with a butcher knife and an ax, or do you remove it with a scalpel when you come to surgery? And I personally believe there's an, an equitable and unfairness the way these percentages were distributed. I mean, the law is supposed to be fair and equal across the board, not pick and choose what serves your purpose and I believe that's what happened with Senate Bill 5. Well, let's kind of get into it and some of the argumentations uh, for it. Because one of the things that I've mentioned to proponents of Senate Bill 5 or asked about with Senate Bill 5 is when you look at the map of cities that it would probably impact most, right. it's not the cities in West County. It's not the cities in South or Central County. It's mainly African-American-led cities exactly. in North St. Louis County that are going to be affected the most by this. Exactly. I talked with the, I talked with the uh, mayor of Nor Northwoods, and they're possibly going to have to start paying for having residents pay for trash because of this because they were about 20 percent, which is kind of in between 12.5 and 30, which was the, the law before. From and I know this is a bone of contention, but what was the percentages of both of your cities? Because I, I, for, for Cool Valley, according to Senator Schmidt's statistics, it's about 30. In Normandy, it's about 24. 35 or 40. Let me respond Yeah, to I want you guys to respond yeah. to that directly. Senator Schmidt is correct, but the city of Cool Valley has always been in compliance with that percentage. But if you go back and check the data, even before Senate Bill 5, Cool Valley was always in the 20%, 24, 25. But you have to also look at Cool Valley is on a state road. Mm -hmm. Cool Valley has more traffic than other municipalities. So you have to kind of look at where cities sit. You have the university, you have Express Scripts, you have North Park, you have Emerson, you have people that live in the area, you have people that are coming into the area because of of um, UMSL. So we always have been between 23 to 29%. Mm -hmm. Even when we had a speed camera, which some people were against, but the speed camera in Coo Valley was posted, the speed limit. We don't set the speed limit, the state does. Um, it was 11 miles over, and we had a vision for the city. Um, Ferguson has started what they call the city walk. Well, Coo Valley has been in two studies with Ferguson. And what you see happening in the city of Coo Valley is a result of the studies that our citizens, business people have participated in. So we're trying to continue the idea of being able to walk, shop, eat, ride your bike. Mm -hmm. 
Well, when you do that, you have to slow your traffic down. Now, even um, ex-chief of police from St. Louis County, Tim Fitch, who's who has been very outspoken against speed cameras and and generally municipality police departments, but continue. Well, it doesn't matter when it happened; it happened. We've had one person killed on Florissant Road. We've had an officer who was doing his job hit on Florissant Road. The day we were putting up the speed cameras, um, a resident was hit because we didn't have sidewalks all the way through. What has happened is we're able to have been able to acquire a grant, 650000 for new sidewalks, lighting, and um, landscaping. All of these things wouldn't have been possible unless we were able to contribute what the city would have to put up. Most of your grants are 80-20 match. Well, Cool Valley's vision was to improve it, to be able to offer in our area things that are needed in our community. Mm -hmm. So having a speed camera, that money was generated back into the community. It's put back to improvements. It's putting back of moving our city forward for the next century. And I think before I ask you the same question, I know that Normandy's police department contracts with several other cities, including Cool Valley, Greendale, um, any other Bell ones? Bakers, Pasadena Park, so does and that, Echo. Does that impact the percentage that you have because you contract with other cities? Sure. And, the, and, and again, no one ever stopped to come talk to the suburban mayors or small uh, cities to, to say, hey, you guys run cities. How is this going to impact you? No one ever did that. Again, there was a butcher knife brung to the surgery. No one ever said, hey, we as mayors always agreed there were problems. 24-1 was working on these very issues that they're complaining about. That's how you got the 10 best practices. It wasn't the senator that created those. It was us. And they, they didn't come to us and say, hey, we need to put this in the bill. We went to them and said, you need to put this in the bill. We were actually trying to go out of our way to participate, but ignored Mm-hmm. And I mean in every way, in some cases, uh, to where no one said, you, and you still don't hear anyone saying, well, how do we deal with if this experiment doesn't work out? And I personally feel it is an experiment on the African-American community. We cannot afford it. I mean, the, the municipalities out west, south, they have the sales tax and property tax to compensate for whatever differential loss they experience out of this bill. We do not, and that's because we are bedroom communities. And so um, as my counterpart, Viola Murphy, said here, um, I really believe that people need to take a close look at that. We There could have been a more constructive approach, and that would have been what we talked about earlier. Let's look at the cities that are the problem, and then let's say to them, we will penalize you if you do not fall in line with these 10 best practices within a year or two, and then we will hit you with a 12.5% or a 20% or a 10%. And But what we did is we threw everybody into, into the well and said, we're going to penalize you all. So anyone out here uh, that is doing things that are good, we're going to stagnate you. I cannot see how that will help the region in economics, mm-hmm. 
in 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 like you said, restoring our credibility, not just in the state, but in the country. And so I think, again, Senate Bill 5, someone said that there were, uh, there were agendas to push municipalities out of business uh, in order to validate, again, whatever the reasons were, fear, uh, dis, uh, uh, wanting a, a combination of city and county. Uh, but the truth is we we only had a 20, we only hit about 20% and 24% on those tickets. And guess where that came from? The highway. And that highway, people don't know, and I said this to many reporters, splits, our city's the only city split in half between the city of St. Louis and Wentzville and maybe beyond that. Mm-hmm. And when there was an accident, the highway patrol came to us, so did the uh, MoDOT, and said, we need for you to help us out there. We are actually doing it cheaper than the state patrol. And actually, there's an extreme risk to have officers out on the highway. We almost had one or two of our officers killed because we decided to do it because we saw how it blocked up our road on Bermuda Road. We couldn't get ambulance and fire trucks across town or even on a regular call for the officer to respond. But that's not what was said by all of these uh, uh, legislators. Well, that was going to be my next next yes. thing I was going to do. I actually have a clip from yes. Senator Eric Schmidt. Sure. It's the question is, you know, there's a pretty strong feeling that this bill is going to impact pre- predominantly black and black-led cities the most. This is part of his response, and then I'll have you respond to that. Sure. I chair the uh, the Senate Committee on Economic Jobs, Economic Development, and Local Government. So sure. sometimes the economic development issues get um, more attention. But this year, the local government issues got more attention. In that capacity, I've worked with a lot of mayors in North County. And before we went into session um, and early on, I had meetings with some of the North County mayors who've expressed this uh, same concern. My retort to that is that um, my interest really isn't making sure someone maintains a government position or being mayor or being city manager of a municipality. My goal was trying to trying to right some wrongs for the people who live in those communities. When you see long lines of people waiting to get into a municipal court at 10 o'clock at night next to a pawn shop, it shocks the conscience. What he's referring to is since Michael Brown's death, there were a lot of articles pointing to some of the municipal courts in many cities, not just North County, but all of St. Louis County. And it brought a lot of negative attention on many cities in in North St. Louis County, including probably both of yours. So how do you respond to not only his argumentation, but argumentations from people who have kind of observed this process going forward? First, you, Mayor. Mayor Let me back up just a little bit to explain some things. Sure. Um, There are 24 municipalities that feed into the Normandy School District. We started working towards the school district. And from the school district, we moved into municipal government. And from that, we worked into partnerships. So I need to build up what Senator Smith is saying and show you that no one has offered to come in with tax dollars. So the first thing that we looked at, how can we make our cities better? So we've been collaborating. We've been collaborating for the last five, six years. As a matter of fact, the President of the United States, key people, invited us to Washington to explain how 24 cities are working as one. That's how it started. Well, we started looking at trash, bids, a purchasing of salt, maintenance, purchasing of cars. Policing. We do all these things yeah. in bulk. 
it's a collaboration. It's a partnership. We're all working with one vision to improve North County. Well, if we're trying to improve North County and we come up with standards that we present to the state, it seems to me that people would recognize they're trying to self-help their area for the citizens that they represent. That's our job. Now, the, the incident with Mike Brown moved from Mike Brown to the courts. Well, all of us have walked into our cities with these things already in place. Court, how you do court, how you, what you charge for court. Courts and the police departments were the last two things that the 24-1 was going to look at and had been looking at because the 24-1 mayors meet monthly to discuss governmental problems in our cities, Mm -hmm. along with our police chiefs. So what we were doing, taking care of some other things that have saved our residents and their tax dollars close to $600,000, and then trying to take a look how we could improve our courts. The judges in the 24-1 were meeting and coming up with some reforms themselves before the incident with Mike Brown, Brown. because the mayor and the leadership had asked them to do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, Patrick can respond. And and Viola hits it right on the head, and and I'll summarize it up. I appreciate, you know, that there were people wanting to help, but again, it would be like ignoring your own child in your house when you say, why why is there a a flu running through the house? And, and, and not talk to your own family members. Um, Mr. Smith met with, I know, a Viola, but that's it. But I requested a meeting with him, never heard from him. I, I, I am the only municipality that represents f- five-plus um, uh, cities that we police in St. Louis County. The only other large entity that does it is county. No one called me back. No one talked to me. We, we reached out, reached out. My chief reached out. Nothing. And because people didn't want to talk to us. They didn't want to hear those details that she just described, that before Mike Brown, we were working on these issues. How did we get five police contracts under our city? That was way before Mike Brown. Is your police department trying to get accreditation under the the new Senate Bill 5? We are accredited. You're accredited. We are accredited. We have been. And and what the the other thing uh, that stood out was that we were reaching out it, this just didn't happen with 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 uh, um, the police. It happened to our school district, mm-hmm. where Desi wouldn't even talk to our African American mayors. We asked three, four occasions to meet with us. We're the only school district in the state that has twenty four municipalities. Maybe I know of in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And you know what? So the very thing Smith and all of these people are talking about—they're promoting themselves. Which is guess what? Ignore the African American community. Ignore their leadership. They elect through their due right process of the Constitution mm-hmm. and Bill of Rights and Civil Rights, which is, guess what? Communicate, we can all find the best solution. But you know what? There seems to be this institutionalism in St. Louis. We know what's best for you. We will self-impose it on you. And guess what? We don't have to talk to you. And that's why me and Viola are sitting here today, because I, as an African American leader, who basically could have contributed a lot of good things to making things improved and better. We were doing those with the 24-1. Did anyone ever come to us at that point in time and say, hey, Pat, hey, Viola, hey, 24-1, what did you guys accomplish that we can take to improve this bill that 
guess what, but not bring down the house to get to, to get to one mouse or, as they say, kill every fish in the pond mm-hmm. to get to one. Before I play the next clip, you want to say something else, Mayor Murphy? I just want to back up what uh, Mayor uh, Green is saying. No one has come to say, let's sit down with the 24-1, the 24 mayors that feed, in, feed into the Normandy School Where District. The wheel? <clears throat> <laughs> They're making decisions without our input. Now, if we're moving forward with progress, and everybody can see that, sure, there are cities that may not follow the rules. Like Pine Lawn, for example? I mean, that gets brought up a lot. That sure, they're, sure. And what happened there is pretty much indefensible. And, and we, right. we agree that there are cities that are next to us and around us that basically are not conforming for, what, for whatever reasons. We were talking to those cities. We were doing what was in our power to try to say, you have to change. If that hadn't occurred, then how did my neighbor right next door to me move her police department to allow us to contract to help her? Mm-hmm. And that's because it was happening. The thing was that the media went out of its way to demonize and everybody jumped on board. In other words, debtor prisons, uh, t- uh, Mr. Smith and his, his common analogies of, of to define something in a negative way that people buy it. If you throw it out there long enough, it sticks. Well, this is also a negativity that the African-American community has been going through for hundreds of years. If you say it long enough, it's true about them. And I can go back to we eat watermelon and we like chicken. And you know what? It's insulting because if you, what happened, I can take probably four or five cities in South County and say, you know what? They're doing the same thing. But there seems to be, as you said in the beginning of the conversation, a focus on North County in African-American cities as we all are in the same boat and we're all doing the same thing that is negative. Well, and that's not and, true. And yep. you have leaders in other parts of the uh, region commenting on what's going on well, that was, that's in a good, our region. That's a good segment. That's a good segue because the next person I was going to play was St. Louis City Treasurer Tashara Jones, who's not from St. Louis County. Exactly. exactly. And I've noticed that many St. Louis City uh, political leaders were in favor of Senate Bill 5. Many black elected officials in St. Louis County were against it. This is what she had to say about the situation. I'll have both of you respond to it. The creation of municipalities was to get away or was, you know, racism. But now it's those municipalities are run by a majority of African-Americans. And, and some of those in those positions um, fear that they will lose their position if their municipality goes away. But but the one thing they don't see is they won't lose who they are. It's just a position. We weren't meant to hold these positions for a lifetime. And what are you doing in that position to make people's lives better? And we saw that time after time that the municipalities run by either either whites or blacks were gouging people's incomes on minor traffic violations. Just to be clear to our listeners, what she was saying in the beginning is many of the small North St. Louis County cities were in like the 50s and 60s used to be almost universally white. They then became more African-American as time went on. I believe that's what we're saying. But now you can respond to that. And I do want to respond to it. I know uh, know her. 
I think she's a fantastic individual. I know most of the elected African-American officials in the city of St. Louis. But I think there's a little misguidedness on the facts because, again, no one's come to us and said, hey, Pat, you know, or hey, Viola, let's talk to you. Let's communicate and find out what is true and what is not true. And one of the things that is not true is that, again, there's over 25 African-American municipalities. I can name probably round off the top of my head four or five that are not appropriate, that do match what she's describing. Does that taint all 25, all 30? No. But what she described, you would think that was all of us. And on top of it, um, you know, I don't think there's this fear that we're going to lose our identity. We're African-American just like you in the city of St. Louis. The thing I have a problem with is that I don't know the city of St. Louis politics as I assume they do not know the same in the county because some people can't even tell us what a third and fourth class city is. But, you know, and I appreciate their input, but we have to have input that doesn't taint people and misguide people about lack of truths of the African-American community. There's been enough going that on for hundreds of years. I just described that. And we've come into uh, our cities knowing that there's some things that we need to improve on again. The language of the standards for Senate Bill 5 came from this area. Improvement without a lot of support from certain um, individuals or leaders in the, in the uh, region, we have self-improved. If you take a look at the majority of the 24-1 cities and some of the outskirts of the 24-1, there is steady improvement. We're trying to get that, the economic dollars back into our area. But when you make comments that you have not sat down and really know all the facts, before you give a comment, get all the facts like. and sit down with our leadership so that we can show you the improvement. Most of the people that have made decisions for us know nothing about what is really going on with us. And, we, and we, let me give you an idea. We have dropped our crime 35, 40%. Do, <laughs> but Shira doesn't know that. She doesn't know that the city hasn't dropped its crime 30 and 40%. Um, we've improved our, our, our codes, our, our, give you an idea. Most cities don't know. We don't even take a lot of our, our um, you know, they may be referring to Pine Lawn and cities that they see in the media, and they now just taint everybody with that. And again, I find that inappropriate because that is the very thing, and I have to say it, that the rest of St. Louis has been doing to us as African Americans, and that is biased. That's very stereotypical. And the problem we ask from our African American leaders, no matter if you're in the city of St. Louis, in Kansas City, or in Indianapolis, communicate with us. Assumption is the mother of all mistake. And there's been a great assumption that we're all at the bottom of the well, and we're not. I mean, I can tell you that there are cities that we've gone out of our way to say, well, how do we improve outcomes when it comes to housing, when it comes to infrastructure? And you know what? We No one's ever, and we've put it out there, the data, but it's just like, oh, no, we're going to believe in what the Washington Post, what the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and what everybody is saying, that you're all in this boat together. A matter of fact, when I came into Normandy, and I, this is my second term, I turned over our courts and turned over our police department, and we went and created 24-1 for the premise 
to get into the heart of those political issues. If, if, if what they're saying is true, then you're right. The city of St. Louis then is in the same boat we are. Then why aren't they at 12.5 percent then instead and, of 20? And why do you think Coo Valley uh, dissolved their police department? There were a lot of reasons. One, it was 60 percent of our budget. Two, my crime rate was going up. Three, when I put out the bid for police service, it was with the support of the community because we involved the community in this decision-making. When I presented to our citizens the cost and the crime that was steady going up on both ends, we were set with a task, what is best for the citizens and the business people of the city of Coo Valley. I received two bids. They were totally different. And the reason that I chose um, Normandy and my citizens supported that was because it was more of a partnership. We could, we still own our own cars. Our cars say Coo Valley in partnership with the Normandy Police Department. It lets our citizens feel like they have control of which direction their city's going Was the other bid Ferguson? The other bid was Ferguson. So let's kind of jump into that a little bit, because last week I was interviewing Ferguson Mayor James Knowles for a retrospective on Michael Brown's death. And I asked him to respond to a comment from State Representative Courtney Curtis of Ferguson, who told me that the surrounding cities, the predominantly African-American ones, didn't have a particularly good relationship with Ferguson before Michael Brown's death, and that may have impacted why you didn't see a lot of, you know, fellow mayors basically rushing to the aid of Ferguson city government. So that's the setup. This is going to be about a minute clip of his response to it. I will have another clarification afterwards, and then we'll kind of have you respond to it. When you're standing there surrounded by communities, 20 or 30 communities, all of which whose numbers are worse than yours, and you're being called out by the Attorney General of the United States as using police officers as revenue generators, you know, who's going to who, who's going to come out and protect you? I mean, to this day, it sickens me when I sit there and watch videos of the president or the Attorney General of the United States in North County, arm in arm and hugging mayors of communities who, when he com- when he compares us to using police officers as revenue generators, um, you know, look who you're arm in arm with. I mean, communities who do, who do that. And that's, you know, uh, that's a, a story that no one's ever told around this country. And even in the St. Louis market, rarely do they, do they allow the, uh, rarely have we seen the media really talk enough about that issue. Now, one clarification before we move on to your response. He did not single any particular mayor out and didn't name anybody in the subsequent article I wrote, I did point out that Eric Holder had run into you during his visit. I put two and two together and uh, and thought that that may have been an example. Knowles did That's not. Knowles, Knowles did not say Cool Valley Mayor or Viola right. Murphy is this. But I continue. Even, I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. What in the world is wrong with the Attorney General of the United States being very cordial to the people? that were in a building that he was there to meet with. Why shouldn't he hug or respond to citizens that he serves? 
So that issue, I don't understand why the mayor would even uh, entertain that. Uh, Ferguson has had, I don't, I don't want to say everybody in Ferguson, but the mayor did um, belittle our choice of who we felt would do the better job. First of all, Normandy was going for accreditation at that time. They had not acquired it. But and where they, did you get the accreditation from, by the way? Did it, was it from the Missouri Police Chiefs Association? It's from the state. From and, the state. And, and basically, as Viola as said, um, they sat down, looked at our contract, looked at their contract. We have been policing cities as long as, as St. Louis County, maybe longer. Mm -hmm. We have the track record. It's not something we just made up yesterday, you know, Harry Potter wand up. This was something, if you looked at our contract and looked at their contract, it was night and day. Because I remember talking with Green, former Greendale Mayor Monica Huddleston before Michael Brown shooting, because I was yes. doing a pretty lengthy story on the Better Together's uh, response from African-American mayors. And she mentioned to me that she was very happy with Normandy policing her city. I think if you look at their percentage, it's very low compared to their budget anyways. But I just want to do that as background, so sure, continue. Sure. Bigger doesn't mean better. better. Yeah. What hmm. Normandy had to offer Coo Valley and the rest of the municipalities is community policing. Right. The climate that we're in, you have to look at all those factors. Uh, Normandy's bid I've saved 220000 Right. Ferguson's bid wasn't that high. Ferguson had a lot of amenities, but there were other things that you had to look at. We wanted to keep our identity, and Normandy was willing to do that by allowing us to have cars and things that would make our citizens feel comfortable with Normandy coming in. And I liked the fact that they did community policing. And that was the key, is that community policing is what Norm's been doing for many, many years. And we've not heard that. We've heard community policing, community policing. Well, let's talk to the cities and the 91 municipalities that do community policing. And I want to bring up this point, too, that we're not talking about that most people don't know. What was the difference between Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Baltimore and St. Louis? Two Midwest cities, one Northeast. Pretty much ec economic, socially, the same condition. African-Americans living in an environment that is very sweltering, trapped, economic, socially. And guess what? There's only one difference between those three cities and St. Louis. We had 91 municipalities as a relief valve to that major city. Their urban riot started in an urban environment called Baltimore, the city, Cleveland, Cincinnati. Ours started in the suburbs. I wonder why. Because African-Americans left. I lived in Walnut Park, grew up there all my life. And guess what? During the worst crime area of the of the late 70s and 80s, and guess what? Our folks, like a lot of folks, fled that area to a better place. That's what I've heard. I've heard that if, many people, many African Americans that lived in North City who are, you know, working class, middle class, upper middle class, upper class, they left North City and went to these suburbs that you're leading right now. Because we are right next right. to them. And the reason why they did that is because it was a relief valve because there was 91 municipalities. Cleveland blew up in the city with 10,000 people standing in the street getting ready to get into a fight. 
a death situation with police. That didn't happen in Ferguson. It was maybe 400, maybe 500 people out in the street in a 200-yard uh, uh, area. And guess what? That's because, folks, we had 91 municipalities as a relief valve that our African-American community could move to and afford houses that were 20, 40, 60, 100,000. Not like Cleveland, Baltimore. The average house can run 100, 150, 200,000. And so those African-Americans were trapped in a sweltering area for 30, 40 years. And you know what? That explosion should have happened in the city of St. Louis based upon the crime data, but it didn't because Thank God for the 91 municipalities in St. Louis County. But you have not heard a story. Not, no one's looked at that. And that's sad because there's this, this idea that in the 20s and 30s, as immigrants didn't want to live in those conditions in the city, they moved to the county to create villages and towns so they could have more control. Wow, what a novelty. It's not. It's called America. Democracy isn't easy. It isn't free. It, and it isn't convenient. It's something you have to work at. And guess what? They did to create 91 municipalities to give people what? Choice. And African-Americans had the choice. What no one's looking at is that Glendale, where our fine senator is, doesn't live next to the city. Webster Groves isn't next to the city. Chesterfield isn't next to the city. We have Florissant, Natural Bridge, Highway 70, Chambers, which go right into the North St. Louis area, the highest crime area in these United States. And guess what? How are we supposed to deal with that? They're not talking about that. They just want, you know what, what I'm seeing from people? Let's just throw a blanket out into the, you know, and you know what? Again, we avoid the real conversation. Okay, one last question before I let you go. There has been talk about filing a lawsuit against Senate Bill 5, mainly because of the 20% in the rest of the state versus the 12.5% in St. Louis County. Are either one of you planning to initiate a lawsuit or join maybe a municipal league lawsuit that tries to knock that or the entire bill down? I tell you what we're trying to do. We're looking at our options. We're looking. We're at, looking at how we can survive. And, and twelve point five. And, and I, I believe this. The the argument here is not that is there cancer that should be removed. There should. There's a more constructive way of doing it. Actually, throwing everybody into the well at twelve point five in St. Louis County to me is totally unfair. It, it goes against our rights of equality. It's not equal. You don't have 20% in the rural areas, 20% in the city, but then you just designate the county and, and then particularly the African-American communities. I believe that we will seek out an option to say if, it's, if we're going to do this, then everybody should be at 12.5 or everybody should be at 20. You, you can get the last word in. I want to know how they came up with 12.5. If we're following the standards by which this bill uh, wants cities to do. We're, we're already doing that. If we have the data to prove that we're saving taxpayers money, we're in compliance with the standards, why is there a difference between our area, which uh, Mayor Green just alliterated to being right by the city? Just think about it. We're right by the city, but we contain. We're making progress. Why is there a difference because it's black leadership. Because if you look at the areas of each one of the cities that will be 12.5, a great deal of them, over 50% of us are African-American. So we should look at what are our options and what can we do to continue to move forward in improvement in our areas. And I want to say this. 
when I got to Normandy, when Normandy was predominantly white, the crime was higher than it is now when it was African-American. That's a statistical fact. That's not Pat Green's opinion. But the perception is always in St. Louis. If it's black, there must be something wrong with it. It's black leadership, there must be something wrong. Well, I find that strange because that, again, feeds into this institutional racism of how do we taint you to defame you, to decharacterize you, and not deal with the reality of the problem. And, and that then gets us away from the truth of how to solve the problem. And that's what we're talking about here. You, no one can tell me that, that designating St. Louis County for 12.5 is a fair law, is equality, because it basically disproportionately targets us compared to any other place in the state. And in my opinion, that should be challenged because if we reverse the role and said St. Louis City has 12.5, rural area has 12.5, and the county has 20, what argument will we get from them and Mr. All of our friends who keep basically believing that this is good. That's it for this edition of the Politically Speaking podcast. You can read all of our stories at stlpublicradio.org. You can follow me on Twitter at Jay Rosenbaum, and you can follow Joe Manis on Twitter at Jay Manis. That's J M A N N I E S. I believe I spelled that right. Until next time, thank you so much for listening, and so long. Mm-hmm.